I'm Jojo. I'm Bugs. And welcome to our podcast. We bring our sidewalk conversations to your home to discuss love, life, and how they're all wrapped up with faith. Unexpected Hope talks about life when expectations don't line up with reality. Hear true stories when only faith and resilience get you through. Let's go with the flow. Woohoo! Welcome everybody to episode three of Unexpected Hope. Today we have a special guest, Manwei Chung, who shares her story on how visions of God got her through one of her most difficult trials. Manwei, I've been waiting to share your story for such a long time. I know that we talked for probably over two hours about how God got you through probably one of your hardest periods during the first dot-com bust, which was in 2000. Is that right? Uh, So I just wanted to share your story to our friends and audience members. So thank you again for coming. Oh, you're very welcome, Josie. So I I just want to talk a little bit about where you were in 2000, because that's about the, the period that we're discussing. That's right. So it was in the earliest stage of my career. Um, and I got laid off. So what industry were you in at this point? I was in high tech. I was in, uh, in Silicon Valley. I was in high tech and I got laid off. And that was the first time I ever got laid off or I guess considered not good enough, even though people said laid off, is, that's not the reason for it. Mm-hmm. But at least that's how I perceived it. Yeah. And that is also the environment when you say dot-com bust. Well, it was actually dot-com boom. It was Mm -hmm. the beginning of the bust, but nobody actually knew about it. Mm -hmm. So the environment was that it's a hot job market. Mm -hmm. You can find job really easily, literally within a month, Mm -hmm. as long as you have some sort of skills. And if you don't, I mean, if you don't get hired, if you don't get offers within a month, Mm-hmm. Um, if your resume is look exactly the same a month later in the second month, um, you are considered the bottom of the bottom of the bottom of the bottom of the barrel. And no one would actually look at, look at it again because, um, well, obviously you are absolutely terrible. I mean, I remember that time. I remember there are people who are flocking to Silicon Valley just because things were booming. People were getting money like off the wall. And I do remember the bus. So very interested to hear your experience with all that. Yeah, it's uh, everybody's definitely flocking to Silicon Valley. The traffic wasn't that was bad, but wasn't that bad. But then it got gotten bad at the end of you know 1999. And everybody wants to come here. Um, you want to start a business, startup is easy, money's easy to get, um, you know, getting loans, getting VCs to invest. Oh, that that's like golden time. Yeah. So nobody knows this dot-com bus yet. It's still booming like crazy. Okay. And so I did the normal thing, right? So I got interviewed, I got offers, uh, multiple offers. And yet I didn't feel any of those offers were right. Now, before then, God never gave me a choice of anything. So it's like, you know, school, one school, right? That's the school that accepted you. Well, that's the way you go, right? So different things is really one path. I love it because I don't have to think. But now there are multiple offers. So I'm like, what am I supposed to do now? Especially when I don't feel that any of them is right for some reason. I, I really couldn't put my fingers on it just doesn't feel right so I decided okay I'm going to ask God about it Mm. 
And so God basically, uh, you know, when there's a thought that came into my head and said, decline them all. And I'm like, decline them all. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, the first few to de- decline is easy because as I said, I got multiple offers, right? So I said, okay, sure. So I declined a few, you know, and I got two left. And I'm like, okay, this is getting real here. Hmm. If I decline them, then I won't get a job. So I decided to remind God, um, in case he's not too familiar with the Silicon Valley situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I'm sure he does, but you know, in case he forgot. So I told him, hey, this is the situation in Silicon Valley. If I decline, it is the end of a month. No one would ask to interview me again because I have no new skills to put on the resume. My resume will be exactly the same. And also because it's also, as I said, is the beginning, the earlier stage of my career. So I didn't have that much uh, business experience as well. So how am I going to get interviews? Um, Because I'm going to be considered absolutely terrible. I'm the bottom of the bottom of the barrel. Oh, and by the way, let's talk money. My bank account only have one more month of mortgage left. So even if I don't need to eat, my house needs to eat, and my house, it's, you know, very demanding. It has to eat at a certain time. And, you know, sorry, there's no such thing as fasting for my house. So you sure. are the sole provider for your household. Uh, yes, I am. Oh. Well, the household is only me, so it's easy. <laughs> uh, it's relatively easy. Yeah. Uh, so, yes. So then God talked to me. Well, at that time, I wasn't sure because uh, God never talked to me that way before, and he has never talked to me that way since. The Indiana Jones movie clip started popping up in my head. For those people who have never watched Indiana Jones, can you describe the clip? It is the clip where Indiana Jones is actually standing at the edge of the cliff, and he needs to get to the other side. But there is no actually visible road. And uh, if you look down, um, hmm, if he actually accidentally got off the cliff, he is going to fall to his death. However, a path, or I should say a step, not even a path, only one step, was showed up if he actually step out. Now, when I say step out of the cliff, I didn't say he stick his foot out. Because when you stick your foot out, you can still hold the weight back. That way, the step would not show up. It's only when he transferred the weight in the middle of the air, meaning he literally will be falling, mm. uh, then the step actually showed only one step. will showed up and he can put his foot there and then he can then move one foot. And then he literally has to do that every single time for every single uh, step to show up until he get to the other side. Mm-hmm. So that was running in my head. And I said, okay, well, maybe that means that... Uh, I should trust God. I mean, there, there must be something there. Mm. So as I said, I still had two offers to decline. So I immediately called one of them and declined. And now there's only one left. Mm. And I asked God again. I said, all right. Um, now, just, just repeat that conversation, God, just, just in case, you know, you didn't get me the first time. So here's the Silicon Valley job market situation. So I don't know how I'm going to drum up interview or have people to be interested in me enough to actually want to interview me or talk to me next month. And by the way, uh, and I have basically only one more month of mortgage left, which is the following month. And after that, I have no money left. 
And that movie clip runs again in my head. And I'm like, okay. I suppose you're trying to tell me that I should trust you, and then the step will show up. Okay, then. Oh, and by the way, um, even if I misread you, that that's not what you meant, I know that you would take care of me. Only because I'm your precious daughter. So you won't have me starve. You won't, I won't be in need at all. You will take care of it. Even if I misread you. So here goes. You know, this reminds me of Psalm 23. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Absolutely, Bugs. And I think I'm just so impressed by your peace. The peace that you have that God was going to provide. So you were never panicked at all. Mm, no, I just didn't know how it can happen. Yeah. But I figured, well, God knows, right? I mean, he's the one who created everything. And he is the one who was, who is, and who is to come. Mm. Why do I need to worry? I mean, he did say that we are his precious children. So if that's the case, I just go to daddy and go, daddy. And I trust that he would take care of it. I never had doubt that he would. Now, I don't know how it would come about. I may not like how he's going to take care of me, but I have no doubt that he will. And you didn't have like a plan B or C? Nope. Wow. So I called that final recruiter and I declined the offer. Um, I wasn't sure if that was the right thing to do. As I said, I wasn't sure if I actually you know, read him correctly because God has never communicated to me in movie clips before. So I don't know whether I interpreted it or whether somehow, you know, Indiana Jones just come up in my, in my head. How am I supposed to know? Yeah. But once I declined that offer, that was the final one, um, there was a peace that come over me mm. that I had never experienced before. So to me, that is a confirmation I did the right thing. And I didn't interpret it correctly. So, of course, I just sat there and go, okay, great. Now what? Well, to fast forward a couple of weeks, I got interviews again. People called and wanted to talk to me. And I got offers, two offers specifically. So not as many as the, as the first time, but two offers. So I look at those two offers. And one of them, great. Uh, offer great package um the base salary is not as much but great equity i mean it's a great offer the second offer the salary is base salary is slightly higher but overall package is a lot lower so i thought you know what last month worked out pretty well didn't it i mean i didn't know how anybody would even be interested to call me to get interview how I can get interview going and somehow after I declined everything people call me up and want to interview again and led to the fact that I now get two offers so I'm like hmm, well last month worked pretty well maybe I should ask God again hey I got two offers so which one should I take interestingly God didn't give me the movie clip anymore but he led me to choose the one with the lower package wow and so i was thinking okay are you sure i mean you know the other one looks a lot better 
I mean, this is a lot less. And that's where the movie clip came again. I'm like, oh, seriously? The same movie clip? All right, fine. Well, I think I read you correctly last month, which means that this month is the same thing. I should trust you on it, even though it doesn't make any sense to me. Mm. I should trust you on it. And I did. Uh, when I called the, the recruiter for the one with the higher package, I told him, sorry, I'm, I need to decline. I'm taking you know, the other offer. They were like, oh, what is, what's the other offer you know, offer you? Uh, we're going to match it. And I said, oh, actually, it's less. Oh, my gosh. The, I mean, the, the recruiter called me idiot, dumb. This company is going somewhere. You are turning down a really great opportunity. And, and why would no one in the right mind would, would take a lower offer, blah, blah, blah. And I just let him finish his piece. And I just say, well, thank you again for the opportunity. Um, you know, I wish you guys good luck. And he was like, well, I wish you luck. And I'm like, well, thank you. And I hang up the phone and I went and I accepted the other offer, the lower offer. Wow. So the interesting thing is then, as I said, it's dot-com boom time at that time. And so everything, the stocks is going up. Everything is great. Money is easy to come by. Jobs are easy to come by. Little do people know, that's the start of the dot-com bust. Mm. Why did I say that? Six months after I joined the, well, the lower offer company, the other company went belly up. They went bankrupt. That was a startup. And, uh, and in fact, during that six months, more and more company actually start startups getting bankrupt and going out of business. When I had those two offers, there were already some, but it was very few in number that people didn't think that, you know, there's anything to it. I mean, of course you start up by definition, some of them will not make it. So people didn't think it was anything. It's just normal. But when you have a lot of them in a very short period of time, uh-oh, something is going on. Mm. Uh, so literally in six months, that company went bankrupt. A lot of my classmates that I went to university with, they got laid off. And some of them, I mean, they had better grade than I did in school. They got better job when, when, they, when we first got out of uh, university. Mm. They got laid off. They lost a job and they couldn't even find a job for the next 18 months. Wow. So it, it was a wake up call for Silicon Valley. And this was a really hard time for people. Dotcom bus, that bus took a long time. Now, back to me. So I took a lower offer. Well, guess what? That company, their first layoff, company-wide layoff, was three years after I joined. Wow. Literally, the entire company sailed through this whole dot-com bus. As I said, my colleagues and my classmates wasn't able to find a job for 18 months. So they were able to find jobs 18 months, 24 months. Mm -hmm. People are, you know, the, the, the bus is, is coming back and is recovering and people can, you know, able to find jobs. Yeah. And the company that God told me to join, it still didn't lay anybody off, even even first year, second year, not until the third year. This reminds me of when I was younger. I used to go to Moravian church, which is kind of similar to Lutheran churches. 
And I remember the sisters in the church would say things like, God protects you from the seen and the unseen. So things that we see and things that we don't see, God will always save you from. So now that you look back and see that God clearly saved you from the unseen, that's awesome. Absolutely. I mean, this is the unseen. At that time, nobody nobody was thinking that they'll be bust, right? Money is easy to come by. Job is easy to, to get. It's easy to just do a startup. So everything is going well. Who would have thought that the bus is actually has started? And of course, after that, I just laughed when I sailed sail through with a lower offer. Mm. It's, you know, God is the one who created everything. Mm. And not only that, he's the one who holds the future. So I don't need to know what the future is going to look like. Mm-hmm. I know the one who holds the future. Mm-hmm. The dot-com bus didn't surprise him. Yeah, you way ahead of time. I didn't know, obviously, and I was very glad that I actually listened to him and actually took the humanly insane choice of taking a lower offer. Like, who in the right mind would actually do that? As that recruiter said, "That's amazing. That's the favor of God." I mean, I know there are a lot of people who are going to ask, you know, how do you know that the voice that you're listening to is God or someone else? How did you know? Wow, that's a that's a tough question to answer. And you know, when I was uh, younger in faith, I always asked that question. Mm-hmm. And the answer I got back is like, "Oh, you just know." And I hated it. It's like, "What do you mean by you just know?" I mean, you know, give me something. You just know doesn't work. Well, unfortunately, <laughs> I have to say the same thing. You just know. Yeah. Um, as you probably heard from my story, that I wasn't sure that. It was God, or just because I happened to be watching Indiana Jones and it, the clip just came. I mean, I had no idea. The only thing I was sure is that the the when the clip came, it was right when I had question and I was asking God the question, and mm-hmm. it is as if someone is literally just like you and me right now talking, right? And you ask me a question and I answer. Literally, is that sort of cadence, and mm-hmm. the clip came. And so it's as if it is an answer. And I think you also heard me said that I wasn't sure. So, but I did know one thing is God will take care of me. He will not let me starve. He will not, I will not be in need. So even if I read him wrong, even if it is just me, because I just, I don't know, finished watching Indiana Jones or something, um, that he would take care of me, even if I read it wrong. Now, obviously, after the first month, I realized that I didn't read him wrong. And so the second month, he used the same thing when I said, okay, well, you want me to take the lower offer? Are you serious? And here comes that cliff and go, oh, well, I recognize that cliff. Okay. Well, last time it meant this. Sounds like it meant the same thing. Yeah. And obviously it did. I mean, you also mentioned that the peace, you had this like unimaginable peace that you felt. I think, um, you know, I've experienced that too. There are moments when nothing makes sense, but then God gives you peace and it's kind of like, okay, let's go with God. (laughs) I just felt like that was kind of a God moment where he gave me that peace to kind of move forward. Such an amazing story. I mean, I know, especially in these times, um, you know, kind of post COVID, I think we're still kind of like in the middle of COVID and there are a lot of people who were laid off from their jobs. Is there any encouragement that you want to share with them 
to kind of get them through and continue to keep trusting in God through this? Oh, absolutely. Just know one thing, get to know God's character. Mm -hmm. The more you know about God's character, the more you will, you will be able to trust him. Mm -hmm. So I knew that he's good. I knew that he's faithful. Yeah. I knew that he loves me. And I knew that he has my best interest at heart. Mm-hmm. And I knew that he has planned to prosper me, not to harm me. And I also knew that I would never be in need. Mm-hmm. I knew all that. And so that allows me to follow his lead mm-hmm. that is seemingly sort of from a human perspective is sort of weird that you wouldn't make that choices Mm. and same with now i mean things can be tough for a lot of people Mm. and for probably your listeners actually my last paycheck was november 2019 so Mm. if you're talking about you know things being tough the story i told you i was only out of the job for two months Mm. if you're looking at november 2019 until now that is way more than two months and right now it's June, 2021. So over a year. It's a year and a half. Yeah. No, I'm not a multimillionaire. So I do not have like, you know, a, a nest egg that go, oh yeah, she is so rich that no problem. No, 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 no. <laughs> Nothing like that. Yeah. But throughout, I mean, this will be a story for another time, Josie. But all <laughs> I can say is God, if you are doing, if you just seek his will, you know, and do his will, then everything else will be added. And it is true. Claim that promise. And that's Matthew 6, 33. So claim that promise because if he tells you to do something, um, he will make sure that you're taken care of. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's not going to let, let his kids to, to go hungry and, you know, going into, have to figure out how they're going to survive when he is telling them what they're supposed to do. So yeah, just uh, continue on. And all I can tell you is since November, 2019, God has been throwing money at me left and right without me actually having a job, seriously, without actual, you know, paycheck. And he has been throwing money at me, which normally in a normal situation, I would not quote unquote be qualified for those money. And yet, I'm qualified. So, you know, that's a story for another time. But then, you know, think of it as it's, if it is not God, I don't know what it is. Yeah. I want to share a little bit about what Munwei does now. She is an amazing consultant for businesses. But as you heard in her story, she has an amazing heart for God too. Uh, Munwei, can you share a little bit about what you do? Absolutely. So I am a a business agility consultant. I help uh, organizations to know how to become more nimble, to be able to um, react to, well, the rapidly changing uh, market environment. I mean, the last year of the pandemic, I think, taught us uh, a very good lesson that we are living in a very uncertain world. Mm. We may have gotten complacent in in the past years, but I think last year woke us all up. It's like, whoa, okay, we, we didn't expect that. Yeah. So how does business actually react to that? How do you actually um, not trying to survive, but you actually thrive in situations like that? 
So I help um, organizations and also senior leadership, executive leadership to actually know how to do that and how to build an environment for um, the workers actually in the company to also be able to do that. So yeah. that's me. She's great at what she does. Um, you can find her on her website. Uh, so munwayc.com. So M-U-N-W-A-I-C.com. Yeah. Make sure that you go to that website because she has so many great tips uh, and words of advice for uh, people who do business, which is everyone. Thank you so much for sharing your story. I know that's going to be a huge encouragement to so many people who are in our audience and to me too. Anyway, thank you so much and uh, have a great night, Manway. Well, you're very welcome and you too. As Manway shared in her story from Matthew 6.33, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added unto you. Stay well and seek God first. We can't wait to see what happens. Next time on Unexpected Hope, a woman shares her story of life after her kids have left the nest and her questions about the college admission process. Are we ever enough?